Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. We're getting you ready for the game on The Build-Up with news from around the league, interviews, highlights, and more. Here's your host, Ted Ramey. Now Barbie's going to have to get this one to keep this shootout going. One for one, Barabanov for this year. He cuts in, stick handle, shoot, stick save made by Cockley. Game is over. So the final score will be recorded, the Los Angeles Kings 3 and the San Jose Sharks 2 as the Kings come out to congratulate their goaltender, Phoenix Copley, who has a 4-1 record since being recalled from the American Hockey League. Meanwhile, the Sharks had better thank James Reimer for the point that they got tonight for the big saves that he made. A huge one on Arthur Kaliev at the end of the second period and then two in rapid succession in overtime on Spence and another couple of more. But unfortunately, the one point doesn't taste very, very good for Sharks players and coaches. Uh, the shootout's a shootout, right? I mean, it's, it's, there's a reason why they don't have shootouts and when, uh, you know, the games are for real. But it's uh, what it comes down to now, and, and uh, it's too bad. It's too bad when you lose them, you know, when the boys um, do battle so hard. And, and uh, you know, unfortunately, we, uh, you know, couldn't, uh, couldn't come up with the two points. All right, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome as we get ready for the Sharks to have a quick turnaround. They'll be taking on the Calgary Flames tonight at 7 from the tank, and then again on Tuesday night. So, yeah, you get a a rapid-fire dosing of the San Jose Sharks and all of their games, so that's something to definitely be looking forward to. But one of the things that I find frustrating about this year is the fact that Last night, you had moments and plays and stops from James Reimer that I would feel if this was a winning team, if this was a a team that was on the right path to the playoffs, that we'd be pointing to these and being like, man, remember that save he made in overtime and, you know, when everything was looking dire and he came up with a double stop and just like things like that. You would have these moments that you would be able to point back to and say like, yeah, they were right there. They had the ability to uh, turn the game in favor of themselves but unfortunately they were not able to do that. And like, that's, that's what gets frustrating to me is like you had this moment, you had this opportunity in which you could have had this cool thing happen. Like you could have been pointing back to James Reimer making these big stops. And now you just don't, you're just kind of like, Ugh, I wish I didn't end in a shootout because shootouts are not satisfying and no, they are not. And while I in no way, shape or form think that the Sharks should be like proud of their game last night because it wasn't particularly special. I just thought it was kind of like, well, Reimer had some great moments and I feel like those moments should have been rewarded more by his teammates. And ultimately you can only do so much in terms of offensive support on any given night. And I'm not trying to point blame anywhere or anything like that. It was just one of those things where I felt, you know what? It would have been nice for him to get more. It would have been nice for him to be able to get rewarded with those goals that he needed to back him up on was a really good night. And it would have been nice for the Sharks to have gotten more offense 
because they would have been able to walk away with a regulation win as opposed to, you know, eventually falling in a shootout. And yeah, I mean, I can do the woulda, coulda, shoulda game for as long as we all want, which I don't think is very, but those were plays last night that in the context of a greater season, we'd be pointing back to Reimer and saying, remember when he had that great stop against, you know, LA, or we could talk about other games. And right now we don't right now. We're kind of stuck in this. Well, the Sharks got a point, which is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad the Sharks got the point. It's much better than the alternative, but it would be nice if these moments were being rewarded. If these overall storylines were something bigger, like Eric Carlson, is having a phenomenal year. He's not as hot as he was in November because that's pretty impossible to keep up, but he's having a very, very nice year, right? Like we all acknowledge that he is playing exactly like the Eric Carlson we expected him to be. The problem is that he is not on a winning team. Like he is good, he is great, but he is not enough to make the Sharks into a playoff contender if they keep on playing the way they do as of late, where just some games it seems like they're not up to snuff You know, last night was a classic example of this. They just weren't ready. They were not playing with that spark that we expected them to have, and they just kind of looked dull. And then when all was said and done, they ended up on the losing end of a shootout, which, again, not satisfying. But the Sharks didn't do anything to take that game. They didn't do anything to go out there and win it. They didn't do anything to go out there and make it their own. And, yes, you're on the road. L.A. is a relatively good team, but at the same time, you had power plays late in regulation and in the overtime, and you simply didn't win. And you had a lead. You had a one-goal lead that lasted for less than a minute. So these are the things that we look at and we say, you know what? It would be nice if they had the ability to do a little bit more to back up their players, to back up these performances, because... It just feels like these moments, these opportunities are being missed and it doesn't leave a good taste in anyone's mouth, nor should it. And you would in fact hope that the aftertaste left over from last night's game allows the Sharks to be much more fired up when they come out tonight to host Calgary in front of a home crowd. And of course, against a team that is going to be looking to get right against a team like San Jose, like Calgary, they're probably saying to themselves, we need to get our season back on track with what we expected. San Jose is a game or series really with two straight games where they feel like they can do that. But the Sharks have got to be able to bring the fire that will not allow that to happen. And I, again, expect it to be not as much of a slow starting or bad second period or bad start overall type of game because the Sharks did have a few days off before they did this back to back. It's not like the previous road trip where you had, you know, a back to back, a couple days off and another back to back. Those were different circumstances. This one You've had some rest going into it, so the Sharks should be able to perform at a higher level than what we would see in a typical back-to-back. I'll put it that way. More from Reimer after the loss last night. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, honestly, like we're 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 uh, we're not focusing on the past. We're not focusing on the future. We're we're staying right here. You know, we have this little this three games. What is the three games left now? Yeah. You know, we picked up points. I think in our last four, and that's what we got to keep doing. You know. Um, like I said, you can't focus on how games went in the past. It's, it's right now we're on we're on a good stretch. Right now we're playing good hockey and, and we're getting points. And so yeah, you'd like to get two points, and, and it sucks right now. But but you're gonna wake up in the morning tomorrow, and and you know I think I don't know it's five or whatever or six or whatever ever last eight or nine. I kind of even know what it is, but we got points in, in four in a row now. So <clears throat> big game tomorrow, and and uh, we gotta find a way to get some points and then come up with a W tomorrow. 
And he is right. You do feel some of that positivity as of late that there has been more quality play from the Sharks than not. But I think that also you take into effect the injuries. You look at the Nietos, the Ferraros, those guys being out. Like you see that Nico Sturm being back into the lineup for the last couple of games, he's making his presence felt, which has been very nice to see. But also you've had Cunning go down. And, you know, injuries are all going to be part of where the Sharks are. But it will be nice when they get more into a groove of having more of their regulars back and get an idea of who's going to be there from one night to the next, because there has been a lot of fluctuation. Like they had Barabanov back out there last night after he missed a game, and I felt that he had some very nice moments in the game. It will be one of those things that you look to tonight and say, all right, Barbie, you were out for a couple games. Can you come back, or at least one game, but can you come back and make an impact on this game? You know, you're asking Noah Gregor to come in and make impacts on a game if he's going to be consistently in the lineup. And I think that's the type of play that everyone needs to bring to this game because I do think there's a danger in the idea of playing winning hockey and not being dangerous with the puck that can allow a bit of a tentative nature to creep into the Sharks game. And you don't want that. You want these guys to all feel like they can be aggressive. You want to feel like they have the ability to change the game, and you get a little bit overreaching with that at times, which is why you have guys making these stretch passes, making these low-probability plays, because they want to be the ones that spring something, that make something happen. But at the same time, you also don't want them to get so far away from that that they are limited and not being creative. Like For David Quinn right now, with this team, he has to find that happy medium, which probably is going to... Uh, incur a certain level of turnovers, but ultimately it's going to have to allow them to try and take chances while not being stupid with the puck. And I don't mean that to be, you know, inflammatory, but I mean, like you can't, you can't have the bad giveaways. You can't have the bad turnovers. You can't have the bad plays because other teams, it seems will hurt the sharks. And this is something we've consistently seen this year. So limit or mitigate the big time mistakes still take your chances and try and go out there and win the game. If I have one complaint out of last night, it's that the Sharks did not play like they were trying to win the game. And I know that sounds counterintuitive. Of course they were trying to win the game, but I guess it wasn't like they were trying to wrestle it away from the opposition. Like that was the one thing that I saw is you would have liked to have seen them go for the jugular. You would have liked to have seen them have a little bit more of that killer instinct. And I know that it's very much easier said than done from my position, but We all saw that the team was a bit flat last night for whatever reason, and they have to make sure that they bring in a much more intense, a much more red-ass, a much more aggravating personality in tonight's game. Like That's got to be one of the things they're focused on, that they have to be a little bit more fired up from the start, a little bit ready to go, don't have another slow start. I understand that they didn't make the big mistakes early and they played to the pace of the game, but they didn't walk away with a win yesterday, and that's got to change. Like They've got to figure out what they're going to do today in light of yesterday to make sure it's not another missed opportunity. Because if we were to define the Sharks' season up to this point, we would say missed opportunity. There have been countless games where they have not been able to get the win, where they've not been able to get the point, something to that effect, and it adds up. Leading Anaheim 4-2 with five minutes to go at home and you lose in a shootout. Or you look like you're heading towards overtime in Toronto and you turn the puck over and end up losing. I mean, these are the moments we're talking about. These are the things that we have seen, the missed opportunities that have defined the Sharks' season. And you got to play like you're not going to give that feeling any more credence. Like you want to get rid of that idea of all these missed opportunities. And you do that by playing with a little bit more conviction tonight. I know that's coach speak. I know it's not rooted in metrics and tactics, but I do feel sometimes like it simply just does come down and often does, not even just sometimes, but very often comes down to the team that wants it more. 
And last night, the Sharks played like they didn't want it more than the Kings. And on the same end, the Kings didn't exactly play like they wanted it either. And when you get into those games, like lo and behold, momentum will swing in favor of the home team. And that is exactly what we saw. Head coach David Quinn. Yeah, we had a chance and whiffed on one, and it got to the neutral zone, and we didn't really do much after that. So we had the zone time. But I, I didn't like our pace. I didn't think we had enough puck movement to get them moving. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where our pace wasn't what it needed to be. And the thing is, is they did score a power play goal last night. Like, there was reason to feel good about it, but the power play towards the end of regulation and in overtime, it was just, it was not up to snuff. Like, that was one of those moments where you just felt, why are the Sharks so flat tonight? Why do they not have more of that killer instinct, that eye of the tiger? Why are they not trying to just take this game? And, I, you know, for whatever reason that wasn't there, sometimes you're just a little bit flat. Usually you hope that it's like one guy or two players. It seemed like it was multiple players last night. So this is something that the Sharks are going to have to focus on when they do get out there on the ice tonight against Calgary. And it's something that we've talked about a lot this year. It's the need to have a quality start. Like too often this year, the Sharks have given up the early goal or they've just looked flat out of the gate. That's got to be something that changes. And then you combine that with some of the other things that they, you know that they need to do. It's like, don't turn the puck over. Be good with your puck management and your game management overall. But then beyond that, it's the not letting in the late period goals. And then you need to make sure that you're trying to just do all the little things. And I know this seems like a lot when we talk about the Sharks, but you have to be capable of playing to a certain level that allows you to excel when you're a team like this. And the Sharks need to do a lot of the little things well that allows them to do the big things even better. Like, yeah, it's easy to say like, oh, you need to score on your power play. Well, it's like, well, how are you going to do that? You got to make sure you win the faceoff, and you got to make sure that you hold it in the zone and that you start making the opposition move to create space. And there were times last night where it just didn't feel like that was occurring. So there were moments last night where you were encouraged by what you saw with the Sharks. It wasn't in any way, shape, or form their worst performance of the year. But with this team, you feel like if they have a chance to win, they need to do everything that they can to go out there and win that game just because it's been so difficult for them throughout the course of the season. They need to be able to put themselves in that position where they can grasp a game and take it away. But that seems harder and harder to do uh, the deeper and deeper we get into the year because it obviously hasn't happened enough. Yeah, just keep grinding and keep you know, moving forward and playing well, you know, just you know, getting points in four straight games, uh, six out of eight. You know, we just got to keep moving forward here. And uh, like I said, I like stretches in our game, but, you know, we got to be a little bit more consistent with our compete and our, and our, the pace of our play. I thought we were a little inconsistent in those two areas tonight. And it is those small inconsistencies which are leading to bigger issues for the Sharks. Because, again, we referenced last night, there was opportunity. And as we went back to the start here, we said the season could be pretty much summed up by saying missed opportunities or opportunities they have not taken advantage of. And, you know, the Sharks have not been an opportunistic team. Like, however you want to phrase it, that's one of the consistent things that we have seen. It's the inability of them to take advantage of a variety of moments and or situations that would allow them to turn the game in their favor. And oftentimes, it's not only have they not turned the game in their favor, they have made plays that have been very much detrimental to their ability to win the game, and they've given their opposition a very, very good opportunity. And it's something that ultimately needs to change for this team or else they're going to have a lot of trouble going throughout the rest of the year. And again, I understand this year was never going to be easy. This year was more likely than not 
going to be dominated by a lot of losing and just, like I said, a best case scenario of being a bubble team. But at the same time, there's a way that you go about things that are going to give fans hope. There's a way you go about things that are going to make fans frustrated, that are also going to make your team frustrated. And I think that you know, maybe the bad losses, they hurt, but you get over it. But maybe these losses, like we saw last night where they had the opportunity, those ones stick around. And how how that loss sticks around, how they ruminate about it in the dressing room, whether it's a missed opportunity or just something that drives them down, that's the real telling point. I mean, that's the type of thing where you need to see how they respond and what they react to and how they have this response tonight when they get back out there on the ice, knowing everything they did wrong last night, knowing that the compete level and the words of their coach was not enough, knowing that they just were not playing with the right type of pace, that again, dull, flat, lacking energy, lacking spark. These are the things that we all saw last night. If they remove that, they'll give themselves a very, very good opportunity to get a win at home tonight against the Calgary team. And, you know, like I said, if you're listening to Morning Tide, you've got three games going into the break that give you an opportunity here, and it starts with two against Calgary. In my opinion, treat it like a series. See if you can get the series split right off the bat. If you get the win tonight on the second night of a back-to-back, that is going to be building your confidence. And then you go into that next game and you think, can you get the series sweep? See what happens there. Then you play it like a one-game playoff to head into the break with a little bit of momentum. And I know that these are kind of corny things that we talk about when we're talking about not good teams, but listen, the Sharks' record doesn't lie, guys. I mean, they are where they are for a reason. They are only, you know, a couple points ahead of where Anaheim is, and they want to try and give themselves that opportunity to be better than they were, and you do that by going into the break here, this short Christmas break, with some good feelings. If you can go in on a win so that you can hang out with your families and not be thinking about the team the entire time, it gives you a little bit of a boost. And a little bit of a boost is all you're looking for right now, especially after a game like last night where you didn't have that boost, where you didn't have that extra energy. But I will say it is better to be having conversations about the Sharks not playing their best hockey as opposed to playing bad hockey because it shows that the difference between where they are and other teams in their division at the very least, not that far off. Like we've seen them play well against Vegas. We've seen them play well against Vancouver, you know, only to have very bad endings for lack of a better term. And as a team, the Sharks have shown the consistent ability to play with just about anybody in the NHL. What they have not been able to consistently do is play with that compete level, play with that ability to manage the game, and they've been their own worst enemy at times. And that was another thing that was tough about last night is they were not their own worst enemy. They just weren't their own biggest proponent, for lack of a better term. It's like they were not giving themselves the opportunity to just put it in the rearview mirror and move on. But I will say that going into this game tonight, I am excited to see Capo Kakinen again, just to see if he's had the ability to work on his game and come back out and really have a much better performance that's more in line with what we expect from him. I mean, that's that's what we expect from Capo Kakinen. He has to be the guy that they traded for, that they have great faith in because you're still trying to establish this team for the future. We know that teams are going to come calling for Reimer just because of how consistent he's been over the past you know, year and a half with the San Jose Sharks, people are going to come calling. And that means that the onus is going to end up, in my opinion, on the shoulders of a guy like Kapo Kakinen and maybe, you know, Etumakinyemi. We'll see what they decide to do as we get deeper into the year. But, you know, these are the things that are fast approaching. And I want to see if Kapo can step up 
against Calgary, a team that has underperformed up to this point of the year, but will you know, provide a formidable challenge for the San Jose Earthquakes, and it's something they're going to have to deal with and something they're going to have to try and handle as they get deeper and deeper into the year and more of those questions begin to be asked about a James Reimer and about maybe other players on the team as well. All right, we're out of time. Be sure to join us tonight at 6.30 on the Sharks Audio Network for live pregame coverage as we get you ready for tonight's game between your Sharks and Calgary. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yend.